Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Good morning, guys. Welcome back to Not Your Typical with Not Your Typical Fitness Lover, Caitlin Nolan. Today we have a fun episode because I'm actually here with my dad. And what's really cool about this episode, I feel like I haven't talked about this before, but my dad was actually a professional athlete. I'll let him explain everything. But I just thought it'd be fun to have him on and talk about things like if you are an athlete and you need advice, things that have carried with him throughout his life and just everything in between. So, hi, dad. Hey, Katie. Kate. <laughs> Um, let's have you do like a quick 30 second intro of who you are, what sports you played and why you're here. Well, I was a professional racquetball player, was a member of the U S national racquetball team and I have a world title and, uh, now I'm, uh, obsessed with golf and I'm a golfer. And you have a golf shop. I do have a golf shop, which is not even work. It's fun. I feel like that's actually something that we'll talk about today is how you've like turned a lot of things that are technically work or like your day-to-day life, but you've made them really fun. But I guess before we get into like you're not your typical obsessions, I want to say why I know that you're my dad and how we're so similar is every single time my dad comes to visit, he's visiting right now, the night before you have to wake up for golf or whatever you're going to do in the morning, you literally set out your coffee on your coffee mug that you also take out of the container. You put your coffee mug, you put your coffee, you put your sugar, you put your spoon, you put your shoes out, you put your outfit out, and that's exactly what I do before spin. So just funny, like that's exactly where I got my type A personality. Well, the less you can think about stuff like that, the better you can when you get to the course or on a, on a court or whatever sports you're doing, is you don't have to think about the other stuff. You just think about performing. So do you just like put your stuff out the night before just because you're so excited to get started in the morning? <laughs> well, that and, and a lot of times when I'm playing golf and stuff, it's it's so early in the morning yeah. that I don't I don't want to end up out there with, you know, something that doesn't match or whatever. And, you know, I have, why did I wear that? Yeah. What's funny is one time my dad was here last time and I was trying to be all nice. So I set out a note the night before and I was like, go in the freezer. I left you some breakfast in there. It was like wrapped up or whatever in a paper towel for him to heat up. (laughs) It was like the most healthy sandwich. It was like whole grain bread, turkey bacon, egg whites. The next day he was like, what was that? I couldn't, I couldn't tell if I was eating food or the packaging. It was just (laughs) horrible. So now he just eats grape nuts in the morning. So I know not to (laughs) try to give him some protein. And a little bit of peanut butter toast. (laughs) I also got my appetite from my dad. (laughs) 
Okay, let's go into my not your typical obsession this week, which for me, it was getting all the Thanksgiving stuff because I think I might have mentioned this in my last episode, but I'm hosting my family this year. So my parents drove in yesterday. My brother's coming down from LA and we're going to have Thanksgiving at our house, which is fun. But obviously I've never hosted before. So I went to Target and I got like the hosting stuff. I got some matching plates, a placemat and really cute stuff like candles, ribbon. I'm going to try and make it as cute as possible. I've literally never hosted before, so we'll see how it turns out. But if you follow me on Instagram or TikTok, I'm sure I'll post it tomorrow. Tomorrow's Thanksgiving. So when we're recording this is Wednesday, which you guys will probably listen today. But yeah, that was my obsession. It was fun going to Target. Hopefully there's some restaurants open just in case. (laughs) Yeah, I actually ordered the entire meal. (laughs) That's my daughter. (laughs) Um, Okay, so... All my episodes, you know, I do an obsession. So do you have an obsession from your past week? From my past week? Um, right now we're in the winter season. So you have a lot of winter visitors come down. And the community that I have my golf shop in, tons of tons of Canadians are in town. And they all virtually play golf. And so they come in to the golf shop and and we always stripe out conversations, not really of golf, but and so the conversations, they co- come in and we get into hockey talk and things like that. And and um, sometimes I like hurt my sales because we're so talking about hockey that I'm like, what do you need for the help? So it's it's kind of sidetrack, but you know what? It's funny how you can kind of talk about your passions and yeah. of hockey, golf, sports you know what's going on. Yeah, that's kind of how I am at Spin. Like I feel like because we all go there, we all love Spin. It's like you're already halfway best friends. Like you meet someone, you're like, oh, well, we already love the same stuff. So yeah, I love that. Okay, well, let's get into the questions. I have five different questions I'm going to ask my dad. And yeah, the first one I wrote is, what was the biggest life lesson that you can take away from playing sports your whole life? What did all of that teach you? Um, Dedication, preparation, um, to be good at anything, whether it's sports, whether it's your job, whether it's driving whether it's anything it takes preparing practice and kind of dedication to not get too serious about um you know being negative being positive for yourself taking the positives of anything you do whether it's your job or your sport um your family and focus on the positive Focus on the good things you do, focus on the good shots you make, and not really focus on the negative. Let that, that's in the past. You know, let's focus on the future. I feel like that's something I always say too with like fitness or if I'm talking to somebody that is like, oh, I really want to get started. That's always what I say is, okay, if you get yourself to the gym, that's already enough. And you can feel positive about that. Even if you For example, in your situation, if somebody's trying to start golf or they are a golfer and they just have a terrible day, at least they got to practice. At least they're working out, they're moving their body. It doesn't matter that you didn't get the hole in one that day. I mean, so I kind of gave the theory, you know how you wash your car and it rains the next day and you get then you're like out all that money. I got the license plate that says no ace which is no hole in one. So I figured, well, I'm going to spend all that money for a personalized license plate that says no ace, has the golfers on it and everything. And I figured, you know what, I'm going to buy that thing. And then the next couple of weeks, I'm going to get an ace because I spent all that money, the, the car wash theory. 
Yeah, it's going on a few years now, yeah. but whatever. <laughs> uh, now you guys know where I got my motivation for manifesting everything in my life. <laughs> um, yeah, okay, so focus on the positives. Make sure that you're not like already setting yourself up for fail by just belittling yourself. But the next question I have is how did you balance being super disciplined? Obviously, at that level, like even you told me through high school and stuff, you would always be at practice. You were traveling the world. You just lived a very like sport centered life. How did you also balance having a social life? And you're also traveling the world. You obviously wanted to make memories and everything. And how this could relate to other people listening to is like a lot of girls and guys who are listening are starting their fitness journeys and they're so motivated, which you obviously were too at that time with your sport. Like how do you stay motivated and be passionate about something, but still live that social life? Well, a lot of it's self-drive, but you know, I always thought balance was, was important. Um, and I looked at the week and there's so many hours in the week. You can have a full-time job. You can have a passion that you're spending full-time working out and you can also spend time with your friends and family and things like that there look at the whole week look at how many hours and then whatever your passion is whatever your your goal is spend the time and spend quality time working on that but know that you can't go overboard where you're neglecting a part of your balance of your family of your work of things like that so balance is important and it makes you not uh, I'm really big in the mental side of the sports and it can't affect by having one area too much focus versus the other area it has to be balanced everything has to be balanced in your life yeah I feel like it's not every day where both of your parents are just so balanced and like such hard workers but at the same time have like such cool social lives and like all of your friends like all want to hang out with you like it's crazy mom is unbelievable when it comes to work and and her accomplishments and work and and uh mine work and also sports it's uh it's great that a little bit of that rubbed off um the next one that i wrote is what are some things that you keep in your life now what are some practices that you have in your life today that you learned through sports and you learned through growing up as an athlete? Probably is go the extra mile. Um, I'm in my 60s or early 60s and I still have that same fire, that drive in golf to be better, to be, to, to go out to the course and, and play well. And it takes dedication. Your life Whatever you want to do in life, you have to be dedicated. Whether you go to the gym, you have to go to the gym. You can't take a week off or two weeks. You, you need to be dedicated. Um, I open the shop at 10 a.m., um, close at 6. So I need to go to the course in the morning, 7, hit some balls, chip, putt. If you're going to be dedicated in your life, your work, your, your sport, your workout, um, it takes sacrifices. It, it takes uh, a planning of when you're going to, to work out consistently week in, week out, week in, week out, and center that around your family life and also your work life. And, and uh, you got to st- kind of stick to the plan. You know, the, the big thing was, you know, uh, set a plan, work the plan. And that's really important when it comes to virtually anything you do is set a plan, but stay to the plan. Yeah. What's funny when I 
interviewed mom for the podcast she said the exact same thing she literally said because we were talking about her work life because obviously she's like killed it at her career so when she was giving us advice for killing it at your career she literally said the night before she always writes a plan and the next day she works a plan because you have to follow through with it and the follow through is what gets you to your goals so the word that I kept thinking when you were talking was consistency and I feel like one planning and two consistency those are also the most important things for me because I feel like when you take your week you plan your week you plan your workouts everything and then that night before you put out your workout set you set your alarm you maybe set out you plan maybe oh I'm gonna grab this for breakfast in the morning I'm gonna have coffee I'm gonna like hype myself up all these things it's like pre-setting yourself up for success which can relate to anything can relate to sports fitness career and then you get to the first tee and you rip the first ball out of bounds well <laughs> it happens sometimes you know? yeah it does i feel like something about me with feeling good is i really love habit stacking and putting little things on top of each other that make me feel good that feel easy to do and they're also easy to keep up with and i think a product that has really changed that for me is ag1 thank you ag1 for sponsoring ag1 is way more than just a greens powder i know we see so many greens powders on the internet and it's hard to know like what actually does what and what helps and what doesn't you can do it in water a smoothie or orange juice is really yummy Hunter and I both just add this in the morning and it just feels really good. It feels like something that gives me energy, makes me feel like I'm actually adding to my life and something that I really try to focus on and add into as many days as I can. When I started taking AG1, not only did I physically feel better, but mentally it made me feel like I was just doing something for my physical health. And I think that 1% better mentality that I always try and share on here is just focusing on the basics and that's exactly why i trust ag1 especially since they have been in the game since 2010 they're constantly refining their formula to create a smarter and better way to just elevate your baseline health i have recommended this to my mom i've had hunter start taking it and ag1 is just a brand that i trust which is why they're a sponsor of today's podcast so if you guys do want to take control of your own health and start that with AG1, you can actually try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and 5-3 AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. You guys can go to drinkag1.com slash notyourtypical. That's drinkag1.com slash notyourtypical, N-O-T-Y-O-U-R-T-Y-P-I-C-A-L. Check it out and yeah, thank you AG1 for sponsoring. It's just something that I genuinely love to add into my life. So I will always share my honest opinion about different like supplements and things like that that I'm taking. But yeah, just adding something on top of what I just do for my basic health, like waking up and making my bed and taking a shower. I have a question for you. So mom did a podcast and now I'm doing one. How did you choose? How am I second fiddle there? We have to do one with both of you guys. <laughs> As I'm sure people are listening and they can like totally see you and mom's personality through me. It's so funny. Sorry, Jack and Nick, my brothers, <laughs> they're like <laughs> the opposite. <laughs> no. Um, okay. Next one we wrote is, how would you get started? If you're talking to someone right now and they have never stepped foot in the gym, they are in the process right now where they've already decided that they want to start. It's just how to start. What tips would you give them? Well, there's so much information on the net, how to get started, how to, you know, if you're doing a sport or if you're working out and stuff like that, get someone else's opinions that's been there and, and just 
basically regular people that you know um, wanted to go to the gym to lose weight or you know get healthier or start a sport because they thought it was you know fun like the craze with pickleball right now is you know they they see it they they go try it they read a little bit about it and and then they find out where to play and then they they do it so I would say do your research first you know and then go try it and if if that doesn't work for you try something else and if that doesn't work try something else and keep trying until you figure out wow this is fun I like this and then fun turns into passion pretty quick yeah I've actually never asked you this before was how did you realize that you liked and that you were good at and had talent for racquetball I almost said pickleball (laughs) because I feel like it's funny how everybody ends up finding the sport that they're the best at like they're most talented at and then that's the one they stick to so maybe it is just trying a bunch of different sports but did you try a bunch of different sports yeah I I um when I grew up in Minnesota I, I I played hockey played football tried baseball didn't like it a lot of standing around um so that was just my opinion um and then when we moved to Arizona, we moved into a community that had racquetball courts. So I tried that, and I picked it up really quick. I, I have pretty good high hand coordination, so I thought that was fun. And um, But the, the key word right there was fun. I had fun playing it. So I wanted to play it again, and I wanted to play it the next day. And just my personality is like... I want to play it again and again and and two oh, times a day. Oh yeah, exactly. And that was back a long time ago. And then just started playing tournaments and and uh, it just blossomed into that. What's funny is just the fact that my dad was a professional athlete. Like obviously, we always would talk about that with all of our friends growing up. And be, like even like t- telling Hunter, I was like, oh yeah, like my dad was so cool whatever not was still is <laughs> but um i would always be like he literally is an olympian and like, <laughs> he'd be like caitlin no i'm not and i like still actually say that because i believed that for so many years growing up because you were on the olympic trial team yeah. therefore in my brain i heard the word olympi something olympic olympian and I ran with it, and now I'm like still like I almost am going to title this podcast episode Olympian. <laughs> well, it, it, racquetball was trying to be an Olympic sports uh, sport. We uh, went to Barcelona, we went to uh, Spain, and uh, also Seoul, Korea, um, and all of our uniforms always had the Olympic logos on it, stuff like that. I we played um, in 1989 in Oklahoma City uh, at the Olympic festivals with all the other sports. We were part of the sports there, and. Um, so, you know, we were part of the Olympic, uh, U.S. committee, but we weren't an official sport in the Olympics because, uh, not enough countries play and, and, uh, you need that, but they have Pan Am American games and the international games and the European games and things like that. So do you like pickleball? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Pickleball is fun. And um, I took a spill because I was so aggressive going after the ball like you do in racquetball. <laughs> I mean, the first five minutes learning how to play pickleball, um, I bit the dust and was bleeding and stuff like that. And I'm like, jeez. <laughs> You're like, I'm getting old. <laughs> too old and I need to tone it down a little bit. Jeez. I can- <laughs> Actually, I feel like whenever I film my dad or something, I just remember we were at the beach one time and we we're like throwing the rocks. Like the thing about my dad is that we're always doing uh, 
activity like if we're just gonna go walk to the beach like we're gonna be throwing rocks we're gonna be skipping them in the ocean whatever and i'm like filming everyone he watches it back and he's like like you give 120 at everything you do so do i and you're like watching it back and you're like oh my god i need to like i forget but you're like i need to stretch that was the worst (laughs) he was like why was i trying so hard or something like that (laughs) it like hit the water and splashed out sometimes it's embarrassing (laughs) that's where i also got my ick for watching myself back on camera um no another thing too is we always can like joke about ourselves like we don't take life too seriously which i like about our family Okay, let's wrap it up. Let's give just a final piece of advice that you would give. It doesn't have to be about sports. Most people don't play professional sports. But whether they're starting their career, they're listening to this podcast because they need a friend, just if they're in their 20s or something like that, what would you tell yourself back then in your 20s? I I would say don't take yourself too serious. Try a lot of sports. Um. And then also, if if you do take a sport or your career or your workout routine, stick with it and and be dedicated to it and um, see where it goes. And it's hard, especially when you first get into it. It's going to be the hardest thing you've ever done. And just like starting a new job, that's not easy. That's hard. You just need to stick with it. It gets easier. And as you get older, and I, I found out, boy, 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, now I'm in my 60s, that um, if you stay with something and you, it's funny how you you become smarter. You get smarter on how you approach a lot of things, whether it's sports or or your work or your your fitness. Um, You might surprise yourself. I've been playing golf for 45 years plus, and um, this year I've played the best golf of my life at 62 so i have friends that are in their 70s that are playing great golf um but if i said one thing boy you need to stretch (laughs) as you get older you get stiffer and you just need to stretch because whatever you do in life stretching helps you know with your workouts even with um as you get older i'm 24 i'm the stiffest person i know (laughs) well thank you so much for coming on and we'll have to do a part two anytime (laughs) okay well we're going to the beach with miss coco because she's been biting our toes (laughs) but okay if you guys have any other questions we can definitely do a part two maybe i'll bring my mom and dad on at the same time which will be good because i feel like if you listen to this whole episode then you definitely can see parts of him through my personality and obviously they raised me so i'm gonna be that way but i love you guys i hope you have the best week and i'll talk to you guys next wednesday Bye. Bye.